0: Welcome back to Notorious IDP. We have the Notorious Ones. I'm Ronnie. I'm here with Sean. How are you doing today, Sean?
1: I'm doing delightful, Ronnie. It's football week, like always. It's Halloween week, too. So happy Halloween and trick or treat to you. Hopefully, you've got more uh, treats than tricks. I'll bring the tricks. You bring the treats. We have our big waiver wire show and all buffet and some trivia. You know, our fans love that trivia. All three of them. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. How are you doing today? Well, doing great. <laughs> All right. So let us get into our news notes and injuries that you're doing great. By week, we only have two teams on a bye: Las Vegas and Baltimore. So should be easier to, to actually get a starting lineup this week. Jacksonville wide receiver, DJ Chark. He's out for the season ankle. New England cornerback, Nathan Jones. He's out for the season with a shoulder surgery. New York Jets safety, Jamie and Sherwood. He's out for the seasons. Achilles. Achilles. New York Jets quarterback Zach Wilson injured PCL. I think he's out two to four weeks. Um, the Jets did trade for quarterback Joe Flacco, so look for him maybe to get the start. Uh, the Miami defensive back Jason McCordy. he's on IR with a foot. I don't know if that's the short-term IR. We'll see. And Miami running back Malcolm Brown, he's also on IR with a quad, so big news for Miles Gaskin. Uh, Denver acquired linebacker Kenny Young, from the Rams, giving up only a sixth pick and getting a seventh also in return. So pretty cheap price for a decent, decent young linebacker there. And Green Bay, they're in advanced COVID protocols since they have kind of a COVID outbreak. And they have a Thursday game coming up this week. And the biggest news of that is Devontae Adams is uh, in that COVID protocol after testing positive. He has the test negative twice with the 24-hour difference do you think uh adams plays thursday night or do you think he's out being
0: he's tested positive my guess is i don't think he'll be able to play this week
1: i think there's a chance and he does i mean he's he's obviously not practicing this week there's no way he he can practice uh with those protocols advanced protocols though means the whole team they have to do team meetings via like internet stuff um there's a lot of isolation i don't even know if they can have multiple people in the weight room supposing they even lift in a short week anyway. So it's going to be a rough week altogether for their team, but he can do it if, if anybody can, just because he doesn't need the practice. And the last news uh, bit I have is new Orleans kicker will Lutz. he's going to miss the rest of the season after some people like me picked him up, trying to get him before everybody else saw that he was available. So good news for Brian Johnson, I guess. All right, do you have any, any other news or notes to add? No, nah, I can't believe we're talking kickers, man. I'm so terrible.
0: Last kicker I talked about got dropped.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that means we got to get better at kickers. Yeah. All right, so uh, I'm going to do a little breakdown on New England quarterback, Mac Jones. Uh, before we start buying the Kool-Aid, I, w- I want you to consider a couple things. Over the last two games, Mac Jones has faced Dallas and the New York Jets. I'm going to compare him to Sam Darnold versus those same two opponents, Dallas and New York Jets. Mac Jones completed 68% of his passes. Sam Darnold completed 68% of his passes against those two opponents. Mac Jones, 536 yards. Sam Darnold, 580 yards. A little bit better for Sam Darnold, not much. Uh, Mac Jones, four passing touchdowns, one interception. Sam Darnold, three passing touchdowns, two interceptions, but also three rushing touchdowns. Mac Jones was only sacked three times and Sam Darnold was sacked six times. So to me, it looks an awful lot like Mac Jones and Sam Darnold are the same quarterback, maybe in different situations. So I'm not buying the Kool-Aid. Are you? Oh, I'm still buying the Kool-Aid. I I bought it by a caseload. (laughs) All right. And
0: I'm going to say better coaching for Mac Jones and Sam Darnold. Overall, I think, has better offensive weapons, too. Exactly. So, Sam Donald kind of has an advantage. I'm not sure when McCaffrey went out, but I kind of think McCaffrey has kind of really hurt Donald, the security blanket, you know? And I think Mac Jones has those two great tight ends right now to be a security blanket, but he doesn't have the big wide receivers like Robbie Anderson dropped me a ball or... Yeah. <laughs> D.J. Moore, I wish I had more hands to catch a ball.
1: (laughs) Poor guys. (laughs) D.J. Moore, though, I mean, man, D.J. Moore is for real in terms of getting targets. So I think he's he's right up there in the top three, four or so in the NFL in in targets, maybe top two. So I think that's a big thing. But he still got him, and he had him last week. Yeah. But Sam Darnold, he wasn't a mama bird, but pretty darn close. So that yeah. team's in, in a little trouble, but I agree with you. There's a big difference between uh, Bill Belichick and Matt rule in terms of head coaches at those two teams. So, well, I'm not, I'm still not in on Mac Jones. Uh, he still is a rookie in his rookie year. So we'll see. Maybe my mind will change going forward. Uh, when he, when he faces, I'm trying to think of who a good past defense would be, but when he faces a good team. Yeah, maybe let's have a bay all their defensive backs are hurt so i don't know who they really have left i guess uh you know if he could do the same against maybe i don't even know tell you the truth there's not i
0: kind of like the saints the saints yeah,
1: yeah they've got some pretty good ones well we'll look at that when the time comes but enough to say i'm not in idp defensive touchdowns And safeties, only one person uh, made the list this week. Houston defensive end Jacob Martin. He got a safety on Kyler Murray. So congrats to the defense getting safeties and touchdowns. He was the only one. And bad news, our pick six results are in. We both went two and four. You had the tiebreaker picking that New England team against the Jets. What was that, like 54 to 10? Something ridiculous like that. 54 (laughs) to 13. Yeah. Yeah. I obviously didn't pick the right one there, but that's two weeks in a row. How do you feel like a champion? Cause I don't, I don't beat yet
0: picks very often cause you're the man. So I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good.
1: Two weeks in a row. Yeah. I was going to say, you need to take your luck to uh, Now, can we say Disneyland without them sponsoring us? We'll see. <laughs> All right. So this is where I normally throw in like the sack leader and interception leaders and tackles leader. Um, that's kind of boring because they never change. At least they haven't changed it in a couple of weeks. So I'm going to throw out the rookie sack leader, rookie interception leader, and rookie tackles leader. And we've kind of went over these before um, recently. So we're going to test your memory here because I'm pretty sure you should know these, but <laughs> who's the rookie sack leader in the NFL right now?
0: Well, I'm gonna be a dork and miss it like normal and I'm gonna go Buffalo guy you know might as well not change anything <laughs> <laughs> no nope, forget it's uh I am so big on him I think he's a stud
1: <laughs> yeah Uh Rousseau. yeah uh, the the NFL sack leader as a rookie for um sacks is Aziz O'Julari the linebacker for the New York Giants five and a half sacks on the air so not bad He, I mean he didn't didn't hurt to have a two-sack game against uh, Sam Darnold last week. So that really helped his cause a little bit. The rookie interception leader, there's two of them here. Do you want to take a guess at this?
0: Um, I'm going to not have any good guesses because I know Sertan and Horn were the, supposed to be the two big ones. And one's got hurt, and then one's only got one pick. So I'm assuming they have to have more than one pick. So I'm going to
1: take the fifth? <laughs> Maybe a <laughs> pass? <laughs> you
0: were right
1: the on question. there by by going with the rookie cornerback with the NFL name. So Horn, you know, is the son of Joe Horn. Yeah. And Sertan is the son of Patrick Sertan Sr. So Asante Samuel Jr., cornerback of the Los <laughs> Angeles Chargers. He's got two interceptions and Paulson Adebo cornerback for new Orleans has two interceptions. So they lead the NFL as rookies with the interceptions. Uh, so you're right on there. Now the easy one, who leads the NFL in tackles as a rookie?
0: Yeah. And I'm going to go JOK. He's my boy, but he's been hurt two weeks. And then the other linebackers, I was so big on jam and Davis and, they just haven't produced this year. So, I, my rookies have let me down. So, I don't even have a clue.
1: Yeah. Looking back to the draft, there was a, a lot of rookies that were getting a lot of hype linebackers, um, mainly.
0: <laughs> this guy
1: was not getting much of the hype. Uh, he plays for Kansas City, who's got a notoriously bad defense. Nick Bolton, linebacker Kansas City, has 55 total tackles to be the rookie tackles leader in the NFL right now. Yeah, like you you mentioned, like the names like Jam and Davis, um, Zavin Collins for I think Arizona. Those guys were meant to be good, but you know, it's those that a get the opportunity, and b stay healthy, and c get the numbers. So Nick Bolton's yeah. the one. It doesn't hurt that you play Tennessee. Yeah. That helps <laughs> your tackles. cause a lot. <laughs> All right, it's trivia time. Let's see how far, how far you do this time. <laughs> <laughs> this one's. A lot of these have two answers. I, I went with the a lot of the two-way ties for first place. So we're going to, you have a lot better chance of getting these right this week. What team has forced the most turnovers so far this year?
0: See, and you say I have double the chance to get it right. I'm thinking I'm going to be double wrong because you pull out these sneaky ones. So I'm going to go with my two picks is I love... Denver gets a lot of turnovers, and their defense has been bad. So I'm going to do a surprise there. And then Arizona's got a – they're getting a lot of turnovers.
1: So those are my two guesses. Arizona, wrong. <laughs> you definitely are wrong. I mean, Denver was way off. Denver's actually pretty bad. They're lower than average in getting takeaways. How but Arizona's they? really close to the top. They're not at the top, but they are they're in a tie – I guess for third, because the top two guys are tied for first, but the, the top two are Buffalo and Indianapolis. Uh, they're both tied with 16 takeaways uh, to lead the league. So it looks like Buffalo is 10 interceptions, six fumble recoveries, and Indianapolis is seven interceptions, but nine uh, fumble recoveries. And your pick in the, Arizona, they're pretty even six, six picks, eight fumble recoveries. And there's a few other teams with 14 to, to tie with Arizona. You've got uh, Tampa Bay's right up there. Dallas is right up there. You know what? Uh, Trevon Diggs is getting those picks. Oh, yeah. So he's got half their team picks or half their team turnovers because they've only got 14, and you know he's got seven picks. So, all right, on to – oh, just a bonus thing. Jacksonville has the league lowest with only two takeaways this year, both interceptions, zero fumble recoveries. And I'll throw in this one, if you can guess it, which is the only NFL team – with zero interceptions this year
0: i mean you talked and i swore you told me and i can't remember but i was gonna say san francisco
1: san Francisco's really bad they only have one interception this year and uh, only a total of four takeaways but they do have that one pick the team without a pick new york jets so much for having a defensive coach this year huh <laughs> <laughs> they're still disabled jets all right so on to part two which quarterback leads the league in interceptions and again there's another hint there's two of them here they're tied double wrong and i'm gonna i like to go
0: double rookies in lawrence because him and zach wilson were tied for the longest time but i know wilson got hurt but i'm still gonna go with the two rookies Trevor here. lawrence and
1: Wilson you're half right uh Zach Wilson's definitely one of these two names so I mean this is a team the Jets who's given the ball away a lot and just don't take it away a lot so they're they're definitely upside down on turnovers the other one is Patrick Mahomes both him and Zach Wilson have nine interceptions thrown this year so not looking so great for Patrick Mahomes I think he's gonna be talked about a lot this week all right so who's the most sacked quarterback
0: I like Josh Fields of Chicago, but I know he didn't play at the beginning of the year. But that's still—I think
1: Chicago has given up the most sacks for the year. So that's my guess. Yep, doesn't matter how much he's played. Justin Fields, not Just Josh. Not. You can well, call him Josh baseball. if you guys are close like that.
0: <laughs> We're tight, you know. Baseball, well, he's a baseball guy.
1: <laughs> Justin Fields has uh, been sacked 22 Just. times. Woo. 22 times to lead the league. I mean, he. Even pulled ahead of Ryan Tannehill and Sam Darnold and Lamar Jackson, believe it or not, those three have 21. So it's, it's a tight race, but Justin Fields is pulling out ahead, which is not a race you want to win. All right, moving on to, uh, to since you got one, right. We'll move on to all buffet team. (laughs) Another short list this week, no defensive lineman. Come on D line. If you want me to show you some love, you got to earn some all buffet honors. Uh, no DBs either. So we have two linebackers, and that's it for our team. Marcus Golden of Arizona, two solos and assist, two sacks, one forced fumble and one fumble recovery. And Shaquille Barrett of Tampa Bay, three solos, one sack, one forced fumble, and one fumble recovery. So congratulations on all buffet team honors, Marcus Golden and Shaquille Barrett this week. Not bad. It's, it's kind of nice having the short list. I think last year we'd always have like nine or ten, and it's yeah. just uh, – it's just a, a long process to get through them all. So, all right, go ahead with uh, your waiver wire pearls. And all they've right. got to be spooky because it's Halloween. So you got to give us some tricks and some treats.
0: All right. Well, this one is not for this week, but for upcoming matchups, has like four great matchups coming. Jonathan yeah. Greenard. He's had like five sacks in three weeks. He gets the Rams this week, but then he's got great matchups after that.
1: Not bad. I do like Renard, but I would call that a, a trick just because he does face, um, face off against Matthew Stafford, who yep. doesn't get sacked very much at all. So that is going to be a tough matchup. But like you said, going forward, he, he looks pretty good. All right, my number one is Sam Hubbard, defensive end for Cincinnati. 30 tackles and four sacks on the year. And he faces the Jets this week with a brand-new quarterback. So Sam Hubbard, I like him.
0: All right. I also have him on my list down a little bit. Guy's been incredible the last couple of weeks. I am gonna to go to Dallas, where not only do they get interceptions, but Randy Gregory is gonna put the sack down. You know, oh,
1: keep him all a, year now. <laughs> that sounds like a treat indeed. He's coming off a bye, so he might be out there in a lot of leagues and sneaky because he didn't play last week, so people might not notice him. My number two is another guy from Cincinnati. Believe it or not, I have three defensive linemen from the Cincinnati D line this week. But number two would be Trey Hendrickson, the other defensive end for Cincinnati, six and a half sacks on the year. And of course, he faces the Jets this week.
0: Woo. Yeah. I was going to add him, but I get it. <laughs> I'm. You took my number three with Sam. So I'm going to move to my, I'm going to let you give your three. Okay. Then be even.
1: My number three is Leonard Williams, a uh, big defensive tackle for the New York Giants. He's, he's coming on, along great lately. The last three games, he's had three and a half sacks. So eh, averaging over one sack per game. And he faces Kansas City this week, which in the past might not have been a good matchup. But wow, Patrick Mahomes, not only does he have the lead league leading interceptions, he's right up there in sacks with 14. So, I like Leonard Williams and the Giants this week. Wow. He's been on the list a
0: while. He's quite good. Okay, number four. And I'm going to ax his name, but going to Vegas, two tackles, two assists, two sacks. Yannick and Nick Lockway. I know he's on a bye, but I'm looking long-term. You know, sometimes you got to pick up these sneaky picks like Will Lux, you know, so your neighbor <laughs> doesn't get him.
1: Get there early and you could get them, especially if you're in one of those, uh, what do they call it? The fab where you have so much free agent dollars to spend a year. If you don't want to spend half your, half your wad on the guy, get him while he's on a bye week save some money there. Well, my number four is my third guy from the Cincinnati D line on the waiver (laughs) wire this week inside. I'm going defensive tackle, Larry Ogunjobi. Uh, The jets give up a lot of pressure inside. Um, not not generally a lot of sacks, but at least a lot of pressure. So their interior line doesn't look great. There's a good chance Ojinjobi gets some pressure and maybe a sack. Wow, I love it! By having three of them, I think we might
0: have a prime matchup to talk about tomorrow. For sure,
1: can't wait for that episode.
0: <laughs> All right, the last defensive line I have is a guy who's made the list multiple times: Jonathan Allen coming off a two-sack performance.
1: Not bad. I mean, that's another defensive line that hasn't performed well, but they're scary good, spooky good. All right, I have uh, my last one is just a sleeper pick for you. Might not be a, a big sleeper for you because I think we had him on the waiver wire last week, but Dean Lowry, defensive end for Green Bay. He faces Arizona, who's undefeated, but surprisingly, they give up a lot of sacks to defensive ends. I think they gave up three sacks last week including that Jonathan Greenard um, he got two of them but three de- three sacks the defensive ends last week so look for more of that to happen and Dean Lowry to be the sleeper pick of the week should nice. we call him this in honor of uh, Halloween should we call him the skeleton instead of sleeper
0: I like that All I right. mean, Just... someone snuck and pick him up a week early I think in our league I can't remember
1: they I must have listened to our show last week <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going into linebackers I'm topping the list with two rookies, which I thought they were both two-year players, but it tells you how much I pay attention. Azir, oh, did you, were of the Giants. Two and a half sacks last week, if I read it right.
1: Oh, Aziz. okay, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we just talked about him as the NFL sack yeah. leader for rookies. So I like it. All right. Yeah. I think, uh, He's definitely on my list, but I'm going to go to someone else here. Um, and you know, apparently his his pronunciation changed. If you've watched uh, was it Monday Night Football, but the linebacker for Indianapolis, Bobby Okereke, instead of Okariki, which I love saying Okariki, but they uh, they said he likes to go by O'Karake now. So Bobby O'Karake for Indianapolis linebacker. He faces Tennessee this week. That's always a great matchup when you face Tennessee. Um, also he leads Indianapolis and in tackles so Bobby O'Karake.
0: I think maybe he was trying to help me out throw me you know like oh, this that poor guy can't even pronounce his own last name so I'm gonna <laughs> help him out. there you go right. number two rookie nine tackles six
1: assists this week out in Kansas City Nick Bolton all right. We had him on here, too, as the NFL tackle leader amongst rookies. So <laughs> definitely, if you're a dynasty, I love your uh, list so far. I don't have him on here. I should, but I don't. I'm going with the guy who's maybe not widely available, but available enough to be considered on the waiver wire. Voyasada Luacon for Atlanta. I mean, both, if you watch that game, both those linebackers, they just, they they racked up the stats. I wouldn't say they dominated, but they they got a lot of stats. Aluakon had an interception that he took back like 50 yards, not for a touchdown, but back a long ways. And Deion Jones, who's your guy, you know, because that's our board bet. He had a sack. So both of them looked pretty good. And I think we're still pretty even on that bet. But Foyasad, Aluakon, if he's available, you've got to pick him up. From Yale, eight solos, five assists, and a pick that he took back 56 yards. And has Carolina this week. Sneaky good play, Atlanta defense.
0: Ooh, well, I'm gonna go to this one and I'm gonna keep pounding this guy. Boom, bust is all boom this year. kill Barrett had another sack. What more could you ask? Like a sack almost every game, it seems like.
1: And he's still available, and yeah. at least in our league, about half the half the leagues in our in our site. So that's that's incredible. He did get all buffet honors too, but he's down the list on. On mine. So I'm going to go to my number three, Harold Landry for Tennessee.
0: Ooh, nice. He
1: has a sack in six out of his seven games this year. and he's second in the NFL with seven and a half sacks. Harold Landry, sneaky, sneaky, good play, spooky play.
0: And getting it done. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to pick this guy, not to be confused with the quarterback for the Jets, White, but Kaiser White, seven tackles and a pick this week. Were last week,
1: yeah. He was on a buy, so I, that's yeah, last week. week before, but nah. that's another sneaky guy to get on a buy yeah. or a spooky. I got to say, spooky this week. It's Halloween. <laughs> I don't have him, but I really like man. I'm I'm almost liking your picks better than mine a little bit. I'm just going with these big names. I'm gonna go with uh, the golden one, Marcus Golden for Arizona. Back to back two sack games. Back to back two sack.
0: All right double not a double dribble but a double sacker
1: yeah double double
0: <laughs> all right you have any other ones
1: i have a couple more here yeah. uh shaquille bear who you already mentioned uh but then my skelly pick of the week is anthony barr from minnesota he got in a couple of weeks before the buy had a buy last week uh looks like he's playing pretty good you know no big numbers yet i think he's got a half sack in his two games uh, but he's facing a dallas team who loves to run the ball And probably will run the ball a lot as long as they can with uh, Ezekiel Elliott. And believe it or not, uh, is it Pollard? Pollard is right up there in the the league leaders in yards per carry. Or is average at like six or something like that. So keep an eye on him to to get plenty of time the rest of this year. So Anthony Barr, Minnesota linebacker. He's my skelly pick of the week.
0: Oh, I like it. All right, should we go to DBs? Let's do it. All right. This guy's been on the list before. Kyle Digger, seven tackles and a
1: pick. The crazy thing is he didn't get picked up in our league, but he's also my number one back-to-back games. You know, I like the back-to-back, back-to-back games with a pick and seven plus solos. Yeah, I mean, doing that in one game is great, but back-to-back games with a pick and seven solos, seven plus solos. He right. should be picked up. Pretty penny this week on him. Oh yeah, it's going to cost a lot more this week than it would have last week.
0: <laughs> yep, all right. Then I'm going to go to a guy who's been on the list a few times, but had a pick. I'm going to go Jalen Ramsey. The guy's still available. We've been talking about him for a few weeks.
1: Wow, that's amazing that he's still out there. I don't have him on my list, so I'm going to go to another guy that's kind of a you know pretty good rookie to keep an eye on for Houston, right? They're just kind of, You know, I always like to say, go with the linebackers on the tanking team, but the safety Lonnie Johnson, 26 tackles and three picks over the last four games. So that is, if I do the math about almost seven tackles per game and three picks. So almost a pick a game and almost seven tackles per game. Lonnie Johnson for Houston, the safety.
0: All right. He's got a nice little ring to his name. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go with, uh, Number three, I'm pretty sure you've been pumping this guy a lot. I think you're trying to turn him into the next digs. Marlon Humphreys,
1: another pick. Ooh, In the end zone to boot. Yep. I do like him. Another guy that didn't make my list. I'm going to go with this guy who should not be available anywhere. If he is, that's kind of crazy. He's a top 10 DB, only 44% rostered. Oh. <laughs> Kari Willis, Indianapolis safety. I mean, how, do, how is the top 10 defensive back not rostered, especially a safety? A lot of people love the safeties because they usually get a pretty good high floor on tackles. He faces Tennessee this week. Uh, last last time they faced Tennessee, they had Julian Blackman getting a lot of those. He's out with a year-ending injury. So Kari Willis might have to step up and get a little more tackles on Derek Henry. So lots of opportunities and a top 10 DB. You can't go wrong, Kari Willis. And you have him at three? Three, yep.
0: I have him at five and he's top ten. Dude, I think we're drinking the wrong Kool-Aid. We should be drinking his.
1: Yeah, he should be number one, but Kyle Duggar's is <laughs> looking really good right now.
0: Exactly. Well, my last one is gonna be Anthony Averett. He's been on the list, you know, before seven tackles again this week.
1: I've got Anthony another,
0: Averitt. yeah.
1: I have another Anthony on my list that's not Averett cornerback (laughs) Anthony Brown for Dallas. They face Minnesota this week and they should, you know, I got to say this every week. They should look away from Trayvon Diggs. They might not because it seems like quarterbacks have a hard time looking away, but Minnesota has got a couple of receivers so they can afford to look away. But Anthony Brown is probably going to get a lot of attention being on the other side of Trayvon Diggs. So I think it's a really sneaky play and I have one more unless you have any.
0: Nope let's hear it uh,
1: just my skelly pick of the week coming back from the dead jeremy chin safety carolina outstanding rookie year last year probably led all rookies i think was our defensive back rookie of the year um, safety for carolina he's gonna have a really busy matchup with atlanta and this tight end kyle pitts wow what is he like 6'6, 250, somewhere around that and runs a four three forty i don't know if anybody can cover him but I think Jeremy Chin might get the chance because he's one of the taller defensive backs for Carolina. They do have a a corner that's kind of tall, too, that might get some time, but I doubt one person can cover Kyle Pitts anyway, so I like Jeremy Chin as as one of those guys that at least give it a shot. And that's my skelly pick of the week for DBs.
0: All right. I like it. Should we go to the other side of the ball?
1: Yep. Let's carve up some jack-o'-lanterns. It's offense time.
0: All right. Let's go to kool-aid mac jones i was playing an old video game over the weekend they changed the name on me it's uh punch out with mr dreamy
1: <laughs> little
0: mac is the man <laughs> Little Mac,
1: i love it <laughs> oh that was a fun game i don't know if uh if that was the old one, I like the Mike Tyson's punch out a little bit better. I had a good time with that one. It's
0: the exact same game, isn't it? They just changed the name. They so just put a different boxers.
1: Yeah. They put, put, yeah. <laughs> they put Mike Tyson the same, at the end guy.
0: Yeah, it's the same boxers, everything. Little oh, Mac uh, against, yeah, it's the same exact game. I haven't quite made it to the end yet, so I don't uh, know who Mr. Dream is yet.
1: <laughs> who's, uh, who's the bull guy? Is it the bald bull?
0: Yeah. He's remember on there.
1: Yeah. And Glass Joe. I think was uh, the first guy. All right, And the the guy who blinks his eyes, you know, and then you give him a little (laughs) hook. That's the key. If you make it to Mike Tyson, watch his eyes. He does this little blink. It's really quick. You have to have fast reaction time and then dodge (laughs) left or right and then come back with an uppercut and you got him. All right. Enough enough of that. (laughs) My number one is... um, I'm going to switch it up. I'm changing my number one with my number two real quick because I don't like my number one as much as my number two so my new number one for quarterbacks (laughs) is jared goff detroit he's got a really good matchup with philly this week especially for his style of play
0: dude you you murdered me a couple weeks ago when i brought him up
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't like him but i like his matchup he's got uh i mean hawkinson right i don't know if hawkinson's available but hawkinson is gonna get a lot of love this week and And maybe some more swift let Swift have like an 86-yard touchdown reception or 68, something like that. It was a really long one. Uh, Hopefully yeah. more of that. So, I mean, really big game for those those safe guys. And, you know, I've been talking up that. Uh, I don't want to jump into receivers, but Khalif Raymond, wow. So there's some targets there for Jared Goff. It seems like he's found him. He's still not a very good quarterback, but <laughs> he's got to be better than Sam Darnold. So i am going with Jared Goff as my number one waiver wire yep. ad this week.
0: All right. I'm going to go down to another young guy, Tua. Mm. He's starting to come around. I don't know if he's turning a leaf because of all this trade talk about getting Watson to Miami, but he's put back-to-back 300-yard-plus games, right?
1: Yeah. It might have been like a 296 and a 320 or something like that, okay. but close enough. Yeah. That is a, that's a really good one, too. I don't know if I mean if it's matchups or is it the trade talk, but he's definitely – You could even, I mean, garbage time time counts if you want to count garbage time, but they were in a close matchup last week. In fact, they had the lead until like the last second field goal by a young way coup. All right, my number two is uh, a guy you might be familiar with. He had a sore leg. You know, he's limping a little bit, but so I'm a little worried about him. That's why I bumped him to two just now. Teddy Bridgewater for Denver. He's got a really, really good matchup with Washington. Washington's supposed to have have a good D's. (laughs) But the problem is, if he doesn't have the mobility, Washington D line, they can get after you. So I uh, expect for probably a lot more checkdowns this week. And you got to love those running backs who both caught touchdowns last week. But I like Teddy Bridgewater is my number two.
0: All right. Well, I was going to add this guy, Derek Henry, who threw a touchdown, but I couldn't find him on the quarterback list. So he <laughs> must play a different position. So I got, I went down to Jones for the Giants you know, the dying man, he's still playing good. And he's, you know, he's up 60% rostered, but I still like Mr. Jones.
1: All right. I'm going to go with the rookie Trevor Lawrence for Jacksonville. He faces a struggling Seattle defense. Uh, he's also coming off a buy and believe it or not before his buy Dexter or Trevor Lawrence, he had his first game with more passing touchdowns than interceptions this whole year. So he's on a roll. Trevor Lawrence (laughs) I think he's he's starting a new streak and I think he's maybe starting to learn the NFL a little better so I like that do you have any more I no I don't have any more quarterbacks how about you my skelly pick of the week is Tua Tonga by that you already mentioned up there of Miami I don't know why I have him down so low but oh because he had Jacksonville and Atlanta over the last two weeks so it's not saying a whole lot to do good against those guys they are two of the Probably the league's worst pass defense, Uh, but he looked good doing it. So, Skelly pick of the week, Tua Tonga-Vailoa. Running backs, please.
0: All right, let's go to Kenneth Gainwell. I saw Sanders was limping off, possibly might be hurt, so he might get a sneaky pick playing Detroit this week. A perfect matchup.
1: Kenneth Gainwell is my number two. He's a rookie. Uh, he had eight targets last week. He got four of those for 41 and a touchdown. And Miles Sanders is hurt. But eight targets as a, as a running back, you're, you're speaking my language. <laughs> All right. Well, he's my number one. So who's your number one? My number one is to Ernest Johnson for Cleveland. Uh, any running back who goes to Cleveland is good. But you got to keep an eye out for uh, Nick Chubb to return but there's no yeah. rush for Nick Chubb to return with, um, with Turnus looking so good.
0: Yeah. I almost, I had him on the list and I was like, ah, Chubb's back. He's still going to probably split time because Hunt's not going to be back for a while, but great pick. I'm taking a wild card. And I think I mentioned him last week. we short Penny of Seattle. Ooh, rough game. <sighs> yeah. i You know, it's hard to find good running backs that are going to be available right now. but
1: He's my number two. He does face Jacksonville. Yeah, they do all right stopping the run. I wouldn't put him at the best, but definitely not the worst. Well, my skelly pick of the week, because I've only got three running backs, is Salvin Ahmed uh, for Miami. So we mentioned Malcolm Brown's hurt. Ahmed is being resurrected from his last year's stats, where he was a really good running back last year when he got time. Uh, so watch for him to get a lot more touches, Salvan, Salvan Ahmed.
0: All right. Just, just for conversation, talk. what do you think of Marlon Mack? Trade deadlines this week. They want to move him. There's a few teams that could use a running back. Think I he gets moved and he's worth a stash? Or do you think just talk about it when he gets traded?
1: I think when he gets traded, there's a lot of teams that are just going to their, their next guy up, right? Look at Cleveland. They went to Darnus Johnson. Mm-hmm. Nobody was talking about him. Played pretty well. Um, a team like Houston doesn't matter. Uh, they've got a few few names there, but they're out of the running. Uh, there's there's just not a good spot for him. I think Miami's not really. You know, are they really even in the running for anything? At at a one and six, they're probably not. So New England won't take him. Buffalo doesn't need him. Uh, there's really not much. Baltimore is that one team that. They could use a good running back, but I think they're going to make do with what they have. They've already signed so many. So I don't think it's, I think it's too early to talk about Mac.
0: All right. Fair enough. Going into receivers. This guy, you've been talking about him for a while. Bateman of Baltimore.
1: Isn't he pretty widely rostered by now? You would hope So I think he was only at 55. The only knock on him is Sammy Watkins. Uh, it's only a matter of time before he's healthy and playing. Uh, even if he does come back, though, does he take over that spot again from mm. uh, Bateman? And then you also have Hollywood Brown and uh, Mark Andrews, the tight end above him. But man, he's looked good, especially this last game. So I like him not on my list. My number one is the guy that's always on my list. Uh, should be should be a lot more rostered than he is. Khalif Raymond, wide receiver, Detroit. Another reason I like golf this week. He was on here last week. Eight more targets, six more catches, 115 more yards. You got to love those 100-yard receivers. Kalief Raymond. Yeah. Well,
0: I'm going to go with a guy who's probably going to came back, had a decent game, quarterbacks playing hot, got hurt, but should be back this week. T.Y. Hilton Ooh. of Indianapolis. I think he might be pretty good.
1: I think so. I mean, he's... What a 10-year guy. Uh, but if he can come back for this injury, he looks good. I'm gonna go with a guy that that could be a big play, especially if Devontae Adams doesn't play. Alan Lazard for Green Bay. If if Devontae Adams is maybe missing, then Lazard probably is gonna get more targets. So Alan Lazard for Green Bay.
0: All right. My last guy on the list. I mentioned him like after week one, because The guy just blows up on occasion, Van Jefferson. Like, if you can plan when he's going to have a big day, which is impossible, right? But, (laughs) God, was he not incredible this week?
1: Yeah. (laughs) If he can get the targets. But, you know, you got Cooper Cup, who happens to lead the NFL in targets on that team. So that's the the tough part there. If for some reason anything would ever happen to Cooper Cup, or if they built up a 40-point lead and decide that it's time to bench Cooper Cup, then I think Van Jefferson's looking pretty good, but again, he's their deep guy too, so he tends to catch those, you know, forty-yard touchdown bombs. But it's worth it. It's worth a a shot. My yeah. scaly pick of the week is Byron Pringle for Kansas City. He's a good down roster receiver, and KC needs needs a change. They need something to change. Um, he looks pretty good when he gets his chance, but he might be like their third or fourth receiver on their team. But I think he's probably. Should be looked at as the number two receiver, number three pass catcher, because they've got the best tight end in the league also. But Byron Pringle, Kansas City, Skelly Pick of the Week.
0: All right. Moving to tight ends, unless you have any more, Dad. That's it. All right. I got Robert Tonya, caught a touchdown, made an appearance this week.
1: And lots of targets up for grabs, right?
0: Yeah, and there's going to be a few targets available if the guy doesn't play, Adams doesn't play this week.
1: He's my number one reason for those, or number one tight end, also Robert Tanya for Green Bay for those exact same reasons. So, who's your number two?
0: Touchdown, Yuzamala. Two catches, two mm. touchdowns. <laughs> Not very many targets, but when he catches it, it seems to be in the end zone.
1: That's all he does is catch touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> Who was that back in the day that that's all he did was catch touchdowns? Chris Carter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My number two is kind of a sneaky play. Uh, I would call this more of a treat than a trick. But Evan Ingram for the New York Giants. He's averaging six targets a game over the last five games. Really good matchup with KC this week for tight ends. Evan Ingram. Boo.
0: <laughs> I'm going to a guy who I, I don't, I don't, I haven't rostered him. I'm not even a big Bears fan, but I keep, Coming back to Cole Komet. Wow. He gets a few targets. He's a safe guy, you know. think he's going to get you eight points a week-ish. I don't know. But he's my third tight end. It's kind of slim pickings.
1: <laughs> I actually drafted Cole Komet and then cut him to pick up Zach Ertz. But Cole Komet, he's my skelly pick of the week. So I'm tied with you here. Here's the interesting information about Cole Komet. Three, four, five, six. Those are his targets over the last four games. So you can see the trend there. It's going up one every game. So the next one should be seven targets this week. He's getting a lot more involved. I think if your quarterback's getting sacked 22 times this year to lead the league, you got to start looking (laughs) to maybe dropping it down to tight ends and running backs. And I think that's what's happening here. So Cole Komet, more involved. Skelly pick of the week.
0: All right. I like it. All right. I, you know, ever since I... Picked a kicker and he got
1: cut. <laughs> pick so one in the league started. this time.
0: <laughs> but I am going to go to a kicker who's in the top 10. Greg Joseph, 31% rostered. How can you be a top five kicker, top 10 kicker, and only be rostered in 30% of leagues?
1: He's my number one, too. And I think the answer to that is he's coming off a bye. And a lot of people cut their kickers when they're on a bye. And they okay. just hope to pick them back up. But five field goal attempts in each of the last two games. Now, he's not 100%. I think he was, he was only three of five and four of five in those two games. But getting those attempts, five attempts a game, that's a, that's a kicker with opportunity. So I like it. He's my number one also, Greg Joseph.
0: All right. And then I'm going to go another top 10 guy, Chris Boswell. Pittsburgh. And those are the only two kickers I have.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't like the outdoor kickers, especially this time of year. So I'm going to go to Graham Gano. New York Giants, three field goal attempts in three of his last four games. Another opportunity kicker, Graham Gano. And I've got two more, so you're done? I'm
0: done. They get cut if I mention their name, so I don't want anyone to lose their jobs.
1: All right, well, I'm going to mention a bunch then, because <laughs> I have Will Lutz on my roster, which needs to change. Um, Greg Zwerlein for Dallas. He's another guy that's coming off a bye, probably got dropped because of the bye. Solid kicker. I wouldn't call him a 100% guy, but pretty solid good matchup this week too. Who does Dallas play? Dallas plays Minnesota. Really good matchup for kickers. And my Skelly pick of the week. Don't know if I like this one. It's a rookie, Brian Johnson of New Orleans. He's good enough to keep Will Lutz on the sidelines the rest of the year. Uh, The problem is we haven't seen him kick anything deep. So we'll see if that changes anything, but his short kicks that are probably shorter than extra points looked really good and right down the middle. So that's it for my kickers.
0: All right. And I don't.
1: No, you just got muted. All right. Well, before we wrap up the show, um, who should our listeners tell about our podcast this week?
0: Well, they told the wedding singer because I heard back from the guy. All right. How about we want a guy who's going to talk a lot, right? Yeah. So I'm going to say, tell the barber, and he's going to talk a lot.
1: Oh, you know, that
0: guy cannot get anything right.
1: You know the barber's going to tell everybody too. I like that. Well, I'm going to tell our listeners to tell your 51st dates about us. That's 50 people right there. Maybe not as much as the barber's going to see in a week, but that's who you should tell this week. So, all right. Well, good luck to you this week. Oh, wait a minute. I can't wish you good luck. Can I take that back?
0: You sure can, because it's going to be a it's going to be a brawl.
1: I'm playing you. So talk about board bets. All right. Well, bad luck to you this week.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm still going to wish you luck. So the gentleman always wins.
1: All right. All right. See you later. Peace out. Boo.